What's going on, Spitfires? Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire Podcast. I am your host, Lauren Lemunyan, the Spitfire Coach, coming to you from Denver, Colorado. It has been a couple months since I have recorded a solo episode. Um, I had just did a couple interviews with some uh, business owners and had great conversations, but I wanted to spend this time to reflect and share um, some insights that I got from a recent client session because I thought, you know what, I, if one person needed to hear this, I feel like other people need to hear it. So I hope that you get a lot of value. And just as a reminder, if you're not already subscribed to the Spitfire podcast, you can do so at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love it if you left a review, shared it with a friend, or left a comment. And if you have a suggestion for a topic or a guest, let us know. You can email me directly, lauren at spitfirecoach.com. So today, um, I had a session with a client um, first thing in the morning, and I always like to see where my brain goes because it's not quite caffeinated yet, um, and I like to see how much my intuition hits kick up. So if you've ever worked with me or you've been on uh, a session or a workshop, um, I have this really interesting tick that when someone is onto something, when, when they're in alignment, the hair on my arm raises. So literally like I feel a buzz and then the hair shoots up. And so this client, I was getting so many intuitive hits on, and we were talking about blame and shame and, uh, self-trust and, uh, psychological safety. And I've been doing a lot of work in this space because, you know, when you work in leadership development and you work in professional development, people come to you wanting to know kind of these tactics of how do I become a better communicator? How do I become a better leader? How do I, um, you know, get more stuff done and feel more productive and have better career mapping and, um, you know, feel more in control of my day. And so they're always looking for tools and tactics. And yeah, it's great for one-offs for a refresher, but what's really missing, um, and it's something that I focus on first and foremost in all of my coaching sessions, whether they're group or individual or we're doing a 12-month training, is to focus on building trust and safety. Now, specifically that psychological safety and inner trust. Because what happens is we have been trained so this is not this is not of any fault of our own. We have been trained through society, through our family structures, through schools, through religion, through government, through the media, that we can't trust ourselves, that we need to look to things outside of us, above us, to give us direction, to tell us what's right or wrong. And so it switches us into this external look or this binary right or wrong, good or bad. And it pulls us away from ourselves and our inner knowing. And if you read uh, Glennon Doyle, uh, amazing. Her last book was all about the, the knowing. Amazing. And this separation of like listening to ourselves. And that was actually the word that um, kept resonating with me as I was talking to my client. Because I asked her, I was like, I feel like you're in your head trying to create logic and reason around something that's centered around your heart. And I want you to just close your eyes and breathe into your heart and have a conversation and ask it what it needs you to do to unlock it. And she said, the word is listen. And that was exactly what I picked up. And so this listening, 
this asking, this curiosity, an inquiry of what is it that you need? Because we have forgotten, we've gotten so far away of just asking ourselves, what do we need to heal? What do we need to trust? What do we need to feel in order to get back in our bodies, to get back into our purpose? So we've gotten distracted with you know, the, the checking of the boxes in our careers of the perfect house, the perfect relationship, the perfect car, the perfect outfits. I mean, listen, I love a good jumpsuit, so I'm not going to stop doing that. But all of these things that we were using to evaluate how worthy we were of happiness, how valuable we were to others, became more important than the quality of our character in the way that we showed up for ourselves, in the way that we aligned to our purpose and our legacy. And it's the going back inside, not in a hiding way, but in a curious way to ask, what makes me tick? What motivates me? What lights me up? What's that inner fire that starts to unlock everything else around us? Because when we stop looking outside of us, we stop chasing, we stop exhausting ourselves, we stop expecting things to be different than they are. And if you've listened to past podcasts, you know that all relationships break down from unmet expectations, and that couldn't be truer for our relationship with ourselves. So imagine how many times you have walked into a situation expecting something to be different, only to be disappointed, only to have your hopes dropped, and then the story comes up, the past story of this always happens, this is always going to happen again. And I, you know, I always do this to myself. And here we go again. It's that dropping of the guard, not in a protective way, but in the understanding that not every environment is safe. There are so many toxic environments, and I don't use that word lightly. But people are in self-protection. And when you have an environment, a culture of self-protection, it views every other person as a threat. So we are literally just protecting and dumping, protecting and dumping. And of course, we're exhausted. Of course, we're exploding. Of course, we are burning out at an astronomical level because we aren't trusting ourselves and we aren't trusting those around us and we aren't trusting our environments. So... What is the first step? Because for my client, she is in a very self-protected environment. And, and she was like, so what do I do here? And I said, I wonder what could happen if we injected a little compassion in this situation. And you can apply it wherever you want. And so it first started with her having compassion in herself, having compassion for her coworkers, having compassion for other people that she was interacting with, but it first started with herself. Because if we aren't in our bodies feeling safe, that we can trust ourselves, that we're listening, that we're honoring what's important to us, then we're literally walking into spaces with a whole like aura of distrust. People pick up on this stuff. Well, guess what? You have that too. You may not be as aware of it or identify it as intuition, but you know if someone feels safe or not. So if someone is walking into a space, you can pick up on it. Like, you know, when you're going to have good vibes with somebody because they're aligned and they're trusting themselves and they're coming from an authentic place, 
or you know if someone is in self-protective mode. You may not, you might not label it as, oh, this person clearly doesn't trust themselves. You see this person as being vindictive, as being manipulative, as being snarky, as having microaggressions, as being judgmental. We all have these labels that we push out to other people, but if we pull it back, they don't trust themselves. And they don't trust people outside of themselves either. So our first step is taking care of ourselves. <sighs> Breathing into that heart space. Having that conversation with that four-year-old version of you and asking it, what do you need right now? Acknowledging it for the experiences it's had. Sitting on that curb, giving it a hug and saying, you know what? I'm sorry that happened to you. What do you need from me? What would be really great right now? And actually answering it. If we can start doing that, we own our space, we own our energy, we own our power, we are in control. And the highest level of engagement is choice. So if you can make this choice to breathe, to listen to your heart, to notice when we have sensations of tension or friction and, and pause in that moment to breathe rather than react, we are in control, we are empowered. And this is a daily practice that I promise you, you do every day it shifts things in a magical way. And you'll look back six months, a year, six years from now, and you won't even recognize who you used to be. All from these small little micro shifts. So pay attention, breathe, get curious. This is not about judging and telling you, well, I should just feel this way and these, should, these people should just do these things. People are who they are. They're doing the best they can with what they have. And so are you. So I hope that you have a little bit more self-compassion, self-love. You take care of that inner child within. You give it a big old squeeze from me and from you. And you all keep being awesome.